Hi guys, I just finished today's interview and I really wanted to do the intro right after because I'm feeling great. I'm feeling like I'm on a buzz. I hope this person knows how much I needed to hear what she had to say today. And she is exactly the type of guest that I want to have on this show. And she represents everything that I want like for this podcast. And I just, I loved this episode so much. It is with a business mentor called Lauren Sanders. And, you know, she is amazing. And she basically is a specialist in everything I'm obsessed with. And the link she creates between being successful in your life and your business and manifestation and being aligned is honestly amazing. And she has a podcast. So, I'm for sure going to go listen to it and I encourage everyone to go listen to it. You guys, when you're gonna listen to this podcast episode, you are gonna fall in love with her energy. Like, I am in love with her energy. And (laughs) I don't even know if I want to say this, but literally we ended the podcast episode and I stopped recording and I told her like, listen, you are exactly what I wanted for this show like I wanted someone with your energy with your message like you are exactly what I have been wanting and she told me why do I literally want to cry because she told me well you are a powerful manifester and listen I know it doesn't sound like a big deal but like to me it really touched my heart it touched my soul and I'm just so excited and I'm so happy to have had her on the podcast today and I think you guys are gonna love her so much and I hope you enjoy hi I'm your host Annie Fascinant and welcome to the self-chat podcast Hi guys, today I am super excited to be joined by Lauren Sanders. She is a business mentor and is passionate about inspiring people to create a career doing what they love. So welcome to the show, Lauren. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So before we get started, I wanted to know what is your story? What are you all about? And how did you get to where you are today? Yeah, so I'll try to not give you the too long version <laughs> of it, but um, yeah, my name's Lauren Saunders, and uh, I'm a business mentor, and I, I speak a lot to mindset and manifestation. I do help people with marketing, and I specifically help, or predominantly help, I should say, people with online businesses, so other uh, coaches, course creators, and uh, content creators, podcast hosts, people like that. Uh, so I am, I'm a fan of marketing and, you know, knowing the strategies to grow an audience and things like that. Uh, I think that there's a lot of empowerment in that, but I know that the thing that creates success for people and the thing that has created success for me is mindset and understanding the laws that dictate, you know, energy and uh, essentially you have to be in alignment with what you want in order to have it manifest for you. But uh, yeah, so this was definitely not what I imagined myself doing. I went to school for visual arts and then for teaching. And I did that overseas over in Australia and then back here in Toronto, where I'm from, uh, for about five years. Um, and I 
I really had always told myself I was going to be a teacher, but I think deep down when it came to, you know, setting myself up for the rest of my career, I had this feeling of like, you know, is this it though? Like, is there no more possibility if I get a job and I'm just going to work that for the next 40 years? And that feeling just felt so abrasive to me, but I, I didn't identify as an entrepreneur. I didn't go to business school. I had all these limiting beliefs around being able to make money for myself. So um, when I moved back from Australia, I got a part-time job here in Toronto as uh, an art teacher, just working a couple of days a week. And with my art background, I decided that I would start my first business. Um, It was kind of just an idea for a side hustle because I wasn't making enough money teaching at the time. And so I was doing um, eyelash extensions from home. I had a friend who had a successful lash business. I was a fan of eyelashes and I had an art background and I thought, I'm just going to give this a try. And it really was just meant to be something that kind of bridged the gap for me while I was looking for full-time work as a teacher. But what ended up happening was I uh, grew that business in to be a, a full-time income in less than three months. And it just really quickly showed me that not only was I capable of making money for myself, but that I loved the freedom that it brought. And I knew that, you know, lashes was not what I wanted to do for the rest of my life, but it was such an important stepping stone. And Long story short, I decided that I was going to leave teaching. I got kind of into the world of manifestation overnight. All of a sudden, I I um, just woke up to, you know, the fact that we are limitless beings. And previously, I'd not really prescribed to any of that kind of stuff. And when I started really taking manifestation seriously, I decided I was going to leave my job as a teacher and I would support myself full-time doing lashes. And I was going to build a second business online that would allow me to have freedom. Uh, And so I actually started with uh, teaching other lash artists how to build their businesses. I built an online community of about 15,000 people. I launched a couple of programs in there that were specifically about mindset and marketing as a lash artist. Uh, And that kind of really uh, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't as succinct as this. There was a lot of failures <laughs> before and in between and after. Uh, but with the success of that uh, sort of endeavor online, I started then coaching other online business owners as well. And now I, I've long since retired my lash clientele and business, and I don't um, do the the coaching for lash artists anymore. I work pretty much exclusively with, like I said, online creators, online coaches, and and uh, and course creators. And uh, yeah, I'm just here for all things mindset and manifestation because that really is our access to any life that we could imagine for ourselves. Wow. Amazing story. Um, Like everything that you love and everything that you do is everything that I'm obsessed with. And I'm curious of how you transitioned between, you know, realizing that she wanted more out of life and that you loved creating a business, growing it, manifestation, all that good stuff into coaching and online people and starting your own online thing. Yeah. So I was very intrigued by the online world because I had a very good friend of mine who had built a YouTube channel that was doing quite well. And all this opportunity had come to her through that. And I love, I'm creative, right? My, my background is visual art. So I knew I wanted it to be something online. Um, and I wanted location freedom. I wanted the ability to scale it, you know, as big as, as possible, but I definitely did not know what the business was going to be when I left my teaching career. And this is one thing I often tell people about manifestation. You don't have to have 
the specifics. You can actually manifest, you know, the clarity around what you even want to do. If you know that you want to start a business and you don't know what that business is, you can get specific on what that business allows you to do or how it enables you to live your day-to-day life. And so for me, I had clarity around what my business made available to me, uh, but not clarity around what the business actually was. And so I kind of just set that intention and I imagined myself making money online and the, you know, the, the right sort of intuitive nudges and inspired ideas came my way. And I, I took action before I had all the answers, which we all, we have to, because we can't Mm -hmm. ever have all the answers. Yeah. Uh, and the answers revealed themselves to me. So, you know, people can get specific around what the business provides for them or, you know, just the kind of life it allows them to lead without actually knowing what that business is going to be. And if you're willing to take action before you have all that clarity, uh, the clarity will come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a hundred percent. For people who are looking to make that jump, like, you know, when you were an art teacher part-time and mm-hmm. you were always kind of wondering in the back of your head, like, is this really it? Is this really what I want to do? What would you tell them? How do they make that jump? Mm. Yeah, great question. So I wouldn't necessarily recommend that people just quit their job and hope for the best (laughs) because we attract what we're thinking about. So if you're taking a a leap of faith, but you're in a lot of fear, then you're going to be thinking about all the things that could go wrong, right? And that's kind of what I did in the beginning. Um, But in terms of, you know, taking that, that, that leap or even just leaning into possibility for yourself if you know you want more than what you currently have. It's really just about being open and being willing to explore because I had the sense that I was meant to do more. And teaching is a phenomenal career and I have the utmost of respect for teachers, but I didn't feel like I was bringing my best to it. I didn't feel lit up, you know, most of the time. There was Mm -hmm. aspects of teaching I loved, but so I just knew that there was that no, I didn't actually know. I had a lot of living beliefs that there wasn't, I was going to need to just settle into what I didn't love, but I was willing to kind of explore. So like the first thing that happened was I was, I had met someone um, through traveling who had, he was like a year older than me and he was making like 25 grand a month online. And I was like shook. Like I didn't know that anyone my age could do something like that. And he was traveling all over. So I kind of started paying attention to him and he recommended the very first entrepreneurial book that I ever read, which was called the four hour work week. And so I just sort of started like, you know, exploring it without any real belief that it could be possible for me. And what happened almost immediately was a friend of mine reached out and she wanted to talk to me about her network marketing business, um, which ultimately I, I did do, and it wasn't the right fit for me, but it opened me up to there being a possibility for something more. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and once you're just sort of open to possibility, then more clarity can start coming. So I started that business. And then shortly after I was like, I'm just going to try this lash thing. And I did all of it without a lot of significance. It was like, if we can just be willing to explore a little bit and have fun with things and not be like, oh my gosh, okay, I'm leaving my career forever. And this is like do or die and it has to work. Like if we can just be a little bit more playful about things, that's when a lot of things can start to unfold for us. And it doesn't have to be this like night and day decision. I was still teaching, you know, I was still telling myself that I was going to teach, but I was exploring other things of interest and I was willing to just see what might come of some of my ideas. Uh, And that was enough to get me to the point that I'm at now. Like, honestly, I feel like that's still what I do is just kind of explore. Obviously, I'm much more invested in it now Mm -hmm. uh, because I do support myself with this business. But yeah, I just, uh, 
It's like the clarity and the belief came when I was willing just to just to explore a little bit and have fun with ideas that came. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. I feel like when you open yourself up, it's easier for things to come your way, exactly. even if you don't necessarily believe in yourself at the moment you know if you just you're just open to accept new things and to explore well things can come your way how did you break out of those limiting beliefs because I I've heard you say that a couple of times and I know that that is something that can block a lot of people yeah I mean like we I still have limiting beliefs it's never ending you're just always becoming more and more aware Mm -hmm. um I think the biggest thing that happened was I I, I got into manifestation in a really big way because I'd previously not been really aware of it or not prescribed to it at all. Um, and so I realized that it's not, you don't need, you know, a business degree. You don't need a fancy piece of paper. Um, it's just that we're told that, right? And really what dictates the life that we live is nothing outside of our energy, which is just a reflection of our beliefs. So I realized you know, I can, if I can align myself with the type of success that I see other people having, I can have it too. Uh, But then I also started following and finding people online who, you know, were not business majors either. And they were making millions of dollars, women that really, I, I saw a lot of myself in. And so that kind of started to prove wrong those beliefs that I had that I was not a business person, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And so I think just that, that's one of the fastest ways, I think, to disprove for you, for yourself, that some story you have about how things get to be for you is essentially false is by finding people who are actively proving it wrong. And to this day, um, you know, when I set a new income goal for myself, I look at what comes up, like what are, what am I telling myself? Why am I, what are the reasons I'm telling myself that that can't happen? And are those actually true? And can I find evidence for them being untrue? And the answer is always yes, because there's always Mm -hmm. somebody out there doing it outside of what you're telling yourself to be possible. (laughs) And that is just a really quick way to be like, okay, like I have a much, like a really next level money goal, monthly money goal that I'm working towards. um, And that I'm actively manifesting and visualizing. And I realized that as soon as I set that goal, which was like a month and a half ago, I was like, but this is probably going to take a long time. Like I'm really going to have to scale and I need it like all this significance around it being hard and taking a long time. And when I realized that that was a limiting belief, I immediately found a few people who were, you know, quantum leaping into these kinds of money months, like over seemingly overnight or within a few months. Right. And so I realized like, it's not true that it has to take a long time, but if I believe that that's how I'm going to allow it to manifest right? Mm -hmm. That's the only way that it can manifest. So that's, I think the number one way is proving it wrong for yourself and just kind of diving deep into that. Cause I promise you can find evidence for anything that you're currently telling yourself is just how it is. (laughs) Yeah. That is great advice. Um, so now you're a business mentor. That's what you do, right? Yeah. I saw that in your opinion, or I don't know how you came to that conclusion, but you have a new way Mm. for people to make sold out offers and improve their business sales, which is connected to manifesting. Yeah. I talk to people about um, creating aligned offers or building an aligned business and, or even just approaching your business from the, uh, so my brand is the aligned entrepreneur. I have a podcast called that. So it's all sort of everything alignment, but um, essentially what it means is understanding that your energy 
and your belief in something is is 95% of the the like responsible for 95% of the result that you're going to get or not get. So the aligned way of approaching your business or your offers or your services or your products is to first ask yourself, what can I really get my belief and my energy behind? What can I feel confident that people will want to buy from me? Because a lot of the time what we do is we look at other people in our industry and we say, this person is selling this kind of course or that kind of product or their service looks this way and people are buying it. So it needs to look that way for me if I want to make sales. But the problem with that is that it works for that person because that person believes it's going to work. So you know, I did this in the beginning of my business where I I really thought that what sold was more like marketing heavy courses. And I, I was hiring people that were really heavy into marketing. And so I, I started launching um, offers that were based in marketing. But the thing was, is that it wasn't really what I wanted to talk about. And it also wasn't anything that I had a lot of confidence in. And so the first few things I put out, like people didn't buy because I didn't have my energy behind it. Then once I realized like, okay, I need to, I need to create an aligned offer that I really believe in, that I know people are going to want to buy from me. That was when I had the idea of creating a Lash Academy. Um, And when I did that, it was like, I went from like crickets to my offers and like scraping by in my business to having a 15K month over like almost overnight within a number of weeks because I was approaching what I was selling from a, it's like the idea is really, if people think it's marketing, they think the way that I market this dictates how much money I make from it. I promise you it's the other way around. It's the offer itself and the energy that you have behind it. And that's going to also dictate how you, how confidently you market it. When you really believe that what you have is valuable, that people should be buying it from you, you're going to show up and and sell and you're going to just come from such a place of confidence. Um, and also what you're thinking about is going to be that people want to buy this. And so they will, because we're just getting a reflection of what our thoughts are. So that's sort of the nutshell version of, you know, creating an aligned offer. It's just one that you have your conviction behind and start yeah. there. And you talked about confidence and I know you believe there's a strong link between confidence Mm -hmm. and abundance, like you just explained, but how would you like, obviously if you take something that you're driven about and that you actually want to do, I think that helps you to be more confident because you know, you believe in it more, but what is something you would recommend someone that is looking to be more confident Mm -hmm. in their products and in what they have to offer to the world? Well, it's um, self-talk, which I know that you are a fan of. (laughs) Uh, I always talk to people about if they want to build belief uh, and, and, and confidence is just belief, you have to look at the types of words and phrases you're using to not only describe, you know, your offers or your products, but most importantly yourself. If you have a programming, like the way that the mind works, the brain works is just, we have subconscious programs running all the time. And those programs are created through repetition. So anything that you've repeatedly told yourself or been told by somebody else becomes a belief because you've like literally wired it into the brain through repeating it. So that's why, you know, we, we have such a hard time with not good enough or imposter syndrome. Or if I asked almost any person, like, tell me 10 things about you that you don't like, they'd be like, just 10. Like, it's so easy for us to 
talk about the things that we think are inadequate because we've practiced them. Mm -hmm. Then when I say, tell me 10 things about yourself that are reasons why people should pay a lot of money to work from you or to buy from you, uh, work with you rather, almost everybody freezes up because they're not used to, they don't have that programming, right? So the way that I approach this and the way that I have my clients approach it is like every single day, dropping any kind of need to be humble and selling yourself to yourself and writing down, you know, at least three different things a day that make you a highly valuable human being and service provider or business owner um, and doing it each day. It'll feel uncomfortable at first. These are like muscles that you've never used or that you don't use often, right? Uh, but what happens over time and not even a long time is you start to wire in those beliefs and it becomes easy for you to start believing and having that inner confidence. And when that happens, I mean, it's just game over because you start, like I've, I've had clients who really were holding themselves back. They start doing this work where they're writing down all these reasons why they're awesome. I'm mm -hmm. like, literally like talk about why you are the most amazing person on the planet and like mean it because you are. And what happens inside of anywhere from sort of like a week to a couple of months, if they stay with it is they start showing up completely differently. They charge more for their services. They don't have a hard time marketing themselves because they believe in themselves and they have that confidence. Um, and it's really like wiring in a new programming that is based in around your strengths rather, rather than the ways in which you feel or have been told you are inadequate. So that's what I would say about confidence. You know, you can embody confidence and practice the feeling of confidence. But for me, the thing that has been most transformative is uh, self-talk, self-chat. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that is the first time I started talking to myself. I was so not confident just in life in general. I didn't mm -hmm. even have something I wanted to sell or just better. I was just not confident. And I looked at what I was telling myself and I was like, okay, well, this is why you don't think you're that great. And yeah, I just 100% agree with everything that you've just said because that's yeah. also what I am all about. I was actually going to, I was going to add too, like, and that's not just within your business. I mean, I realized like at, towards the end of last year, I really started getting serious about creating a relationship because I've just, I've always focused on my business. Yeah. And I just realized like my self-talk in that area of my life needs work. Like mm -hmm. I really need to start seeing myself as being like highly, you know, valuable and desirable and talking mm -hmm. to myself that way because we hope that other people will talk to us or show up for us in a way that we're not showing up for ourselves. And it can't happen that way. You are the source for everything in your life and everyone is just reflecting things back to you. So when you start to feed into yourself through your self-talk and through programming a new way, practicing a new way of thinking about yourself until it starts to become habitual, that's going to start being reflected back to you. And I know for me, like, you know, just to be really transparent about it in dating, I was so mean on myself, I mean to myself, you know, mm -hmm. so like in my head about like, well, did he think this? And what if that? And like all of these toxic thoughts that were not, were not at all allowing me to manifest yeah. <laughs> the relationship that I wanted. And so I had to go to work there, even though I've been doing this for like a couple of years now in my business and have seen it transform things, I was still not really making the connection. So I think it's just like this, you know, perpetual unfolding of becoming more and more self-aware and actively creating those changes in the way that you view yourself, your self-image, the way you talk about yourself, um, 
you know, over time, that's what it, that's how it goes. Yeah. And what is your self image um, for people? It's different in different areas of my life in my business, because I've worked really hard at it. And, you know, I'm, I'm really working right now on scaling into six figure months. Like that's the, that's the goal is um, I really believe in my value. I believe that people listen, love to listen to what I have to say. I believe um, that I help people change their lives. Like if you like, it's just such a knowing when someone, if someone were to ask me, how can you help me with your business? It would be like, my answer would be like, well, how much time do you have? Because it's like, I've become so comfortable talking myself up in this area. And it's created this belief where when I launch something, I know why people want to buy it. Right. And so that's what manifests in my, you know, dating life. I've done a lot of work very recently, but not that long ago. It was like my self-talk or my self-image, as you said, was a lot of like not good enough, not pretty enough, not, uh, you know, only attracting the wrong kinds of guys and needing to be unavailable for them to like me and just all of this uncertainty, all of this fear, really. And like kind of the opposite of how I am in my business. And that's when I started realizing like, you need to circle back around and like do some work in this area because you're basically two different people and it's not working. (laughs) Yeah. The balance. It's like, sometimes you focus on one area of your life and then you're thriving and you're like, oh, (laughs) there are other things. Um, Are there any things that you do or you recommend your clients to do every single day? that you know you think are really crucial to just being well and sane for themselves and also for their business I think the mindset work is really important and it can look different for different people um lately I think the thing that has been uh coming up for me a lot and that I've been sharing with a lot of my clients and even friends of mine who have businesses is this sort of like practicing of this radical self-acceptance where it's like we, because we tend to just make ourselves wrong constantly, right? Like, especially if you're into manifestation, you're like constantly monitoring your thoughts and then being like, "Uh oh, I had doubt. Uh Oh, I'm worrying now. And that means I'm not going to receive the money. And, and so it just becomes this like sort of toxic, you know, space between your ears where you're in your head all the time. And um, so, you know, what I'd say to people is like, seriously start practicing being easier on yourself. Like I was just having a conversation, not like an hour ago with a friend of mine where I was like, you know, today I'm feeling kind of anxious about different things and it's like not very nice here and lockdown, like I'm tired of being alone. And like, and I was saying all these things and I was like, and you know what? All of that is okay. Like, it's just okay that I'm not like super chipper all the time and Mrs. Sunshine, like that's just fine. Right. And so that's been like a real turnaround for me where I used to really sort of like look at certain emotions and thoughts I had and been like, "Uh Oh, I can't think those thoughts. That's not good. Or I need to show up as this person in my business all the time. And recently it's much more like, what if you're just unapologetically yourself and you're completely accepting of yourself. Um, and you just practice being like, I didn't feel like working today. And you know what? That's okay. Hopefully I will tomorrow. And I didn't, um, you know, I didn't nail that, that live stream as well as I would have liked to, but that's okay too. Like I'm going to get better as I go. (laughs) It's like, that is such an abundant place to be viewing yourself from that it only can lead to more abundance. But when we're like, just constantly being our own biggest critic and thinking we need to do everything differently and nothing's good enough. And we're a perfectionist. Like it's just a, it's a real quick way to squash any chance of success or happiness (laughs) that you have really. Yeah, true. 
A hundred percent. Do you have a morning routine? I'm curious to know. Um, not really. I'm not really like a routine. Like I don't like rules <laughs> and structure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I have friends and clients that, you know, have a very regimented routine and that works for them. For me, I need to be more fluid with it. There are things that I do consistently. So I always do the self-talk practice. I call it the acknowledgement practice where I'm actively, I do it with a couple of different friends of mine. I'm actively acknowledging myself for things, basically being like today, this is why I'm awesome today. This is why I deserve to be acknowledged for how I showed up for that client. Like really. And I've been doing that now for a couple of years. And I can tell you, like, it's been more so incredibly transformational. Um, I, the other thing that I do is some form of visualizing. I often will put a song on, close my eyes, take myself to, you know, the next level version of, of my life where, I have all the things that I'm currently working on. Uh, sometimes that's more of like a scripting practice where I'm writing about it as if it's here now. So just some form of, um, yeah, some form of taking yourself energetically or emotionally to the state of having what you want, which is really what manifestation is about. Yeah. And I don't think people need to do it for more than like five to 15 minutes a day. Um, that's usually all that I do through either journaling or visualization. Uh, and then throughout the day, I'm just conscious. I think I'm just conscious of like, what am I proclaiming to be true right now? And is that serving, you know, where it is that I'm wanting to go? Am I, what am I, we fight for our limitations. Like you wouldn't even, <laughs> like, we don't even notice. Like, so I'm saying, you know, well, it's lockdown and I can't really meet anyone in lockdown. And I'm like, is that actually true? Like, does that belief or that thought or that story that I'm telling serve what I'm committed to creating for myself in this next chapter of my life? No. So like, how yeah. can I change that? You know? So it's, it's not making anything wrong. It's just being aware of like, does that thought serve what I'm creating? No. What, what's a different thought that does? Yeah. And when you visualize, how do you put yourself mm -hmm. to that energetical yep. level? Yeah. Um, so I create, I, I'm a big fan of Neville Goddard. He's uh, He's got a whole bunch of books. One, one that is a great start for people is called Imagination Creates Reality. Um, and so I create and what he calls an imaginal act or like a mind movie that represents the thing that you want having manifested. And this was honestly like what created, like I, I had a year in my business where things weren't really moving. <laughs> um, and I was going into debt and I was hiring all the coaches and I wasn't really making any money. And once I started visualizing my success each day, 10 to 20 minutes, I would say I was visualizing at the time being in Italy. I really wanted to go to Italy with my business. I wanted to retire my lash clientele and travel to Italy. And I had this visualization. It was really, really simple. And I was walking through a street of Rome because that's where I was planning on going. Um, and I had never been to Rome. I just literally looked up a photo of like the streets <laughs> of Rome on, on Google. And my visualization, the you want to be as much as possible in your body, like experiencing it as if it's happening now. So the full visualization was like, I was walking through the streets of Rome. I was hearing the sound of my shoes on the cobblestone beneath me. I was like, you know, smelling tomato sauce and things like that. And I, the visualization was, I heard a, a, 
a notification come to my phone. And when I looked at it, I was receiving payments. And at the time, like I wasn't really making money in my business. So I didn't know how that was going to happen. Uh, but I committed to that visualization and I took myself there. And a great way of going about being in first person in your visualizations is to have it include your phone somehow, like, cause we all know what it looks like to stare down on our yeah. phone. And, um, rather than kind of picturing yourself from a third person perspective, uh, yeah, so that was my visualization and that exact thing ended up happening about six months later. I, through that visualization, I had the idea for this lash program that had a whole bunch of people sign up and I launched it a few times and I was able to retire my lash business and, and go to Rome. And I traveled for, uh, I traveled Italy for about two and a half months. And then I went over to the UK and Scotland for another month and a half or so before coming back to Toronto. And, uh, I manifested my absolute dream apartment with the most incredible view. And I've been here and scaling ever since. So, and like these days, um, because I'm working on hundred K month, I have a very clear visualization of like a team I'm growing my team right now. Um, and that's manifesting, <laughs> manifesting faster than the money is, <laughs> but it's fine. It all works out. Uh, but I'm visualizing like, you know, sharing with people. I, I did it. I hit this 100K month. I was visualizing it. It happened exactly as I thought it would. Or like, oh my God, I can't believe this happened. I'm visualizing looking in my, in my bank account and seeing the money there, seeing, you know, I, I have had visualizations in the past where I really wanted to pay off a certain loan that I had. And so I visualized signing into my bank account and having it at $0. That happened. So that's what I recommend to people is like a 10 second visualization in first person that has you experience reality as if what you want has manifested for you. Okay, there's a lot of to unpack in everything <laughs> you've just said. First of all, congrats, because you have come a long way and you manifested so many things and you are now living a life you once thought was impossible yeah. to have. And it's just amazing how you've done it all. and. I think a lot of people are going to be able to take so much from your story and just your knowledge. So thank you for that. Yeah, thank you. Um, I mean, if if I can do it, other I know people always say that, but I share this story because I want other people to give themselves permission to go and do it too. You don't. There are no yeah. limits on what you're allowed to create for yourself. Um, yeah, go and get it. <laughs> go yeah. and get it. Okay, well, I think that's a great note to end this podcast episode. Do you have any last piece of advice that you feel everyone should know? Yep. And also, where can people follow you and keep up with you? Yeah, so if I had one piece of advice to give, it would be to be very aware of the fact that in all areas of your life, you're getting what you're thinking about. It's really mm -hmm. as simple as that. So mm -hmm. you might think that you're thinking about the success that you want, but in reality, you're really, really focused on how it's not here yet and that it's not happening. And what if this person doesn't end up buying and what if that, and you know, all of, all of that kind of stuff. So until you shift your focus from what you currently have to what you desire, things will not change or they won't change significantly for you. So be aware of that. What am I focusing on in your relationship? If you don't have the you know love that you want or you don't have the affection that you want where are you like if you're if you're focusing on that that's what you're getting even in other people right so yeah. um that's what i'd say and then yeah people can connect with me on instagram i'm at lauren c saunders that's kind of the place where all the things that i do come you know 
full circle or come together, I guess. Uh, but I do have two different podcasts and one of them is specifically for entrepreneurs. It's called The Aligned Entrepreneur and it's everything that we talked about today. Uh, and then I have a, a podcast that I co-host with a good friend of mine. It's called The Low and Zo Show and it's more... Uh, it's not specific to entrepreneurs, but it's mindset, manifestation, quantum creation, all of the wow. good things. So people Great. can check me out there. Yeah, everyone go follow her, go listen to her podcast. I'm for sure going to listen to her podcast. It's probably <laughs> going to become my new favorite podcast. Um, and thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. You ask wonderful questions. I had a lot of fun. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed this episode. It was so much fun for me to record. Don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast. Connect with me on Instagram at Annie Fascinant and at Self Chat Podcast. Talk to you soon.